0: Absolute pleasure, Terry, to welcome Natasha Faithful, to the show. Tash, thanks for coming on the 1-1. One One.
1: No worries, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, first of all, uh, big fans, both of us here, uh, of your riding, and just wanted to say congratulations on a tremendous season that you've just completed, 103, I think it was 103 winners across Western Australia. It felt like more.
2: <laughs> it actually felt like more to me. I feel like there wasn't a country meeting. I'm a big country uh, punter. Tash, I'll try to, have to make yeah, sure I okay. pronounce that correctly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I feel like every meeting I tune into, no matter where it is in Western Australia, you're riding a, uh, a treble. But uh, sorry, BJ, I've just cut you off there. But no, like, just, just tell us a bit about uh, your success from last season. Is there anything you put it down to in particular? Because I don't think there's, uh, for us country punters, there's no one we rely upon more than you, we feel more trust in than you at the moment uh, when riding one in the bush.
1: Oh that's very good. Thanks for that. <laughs> um yeah, uh just working hard I think and just really I sort of got to a stage where I just really wasn't happy with my riding and a few other things and I just sort of got to a point I thought I just want to have a really good crack at trying to improve myself the best I can and just have a really good crack at you know riding as good as I can and really put all my sort of Mindset and effort towards it. Um, so that turning point was probably when I went to Albany, um, well, and yeah, it sort of sprawled from there. I think.
0: Yeah, it's in- interesting you say that, Tash, because it's, it's it's visible in in your writing. you always had a lot of a lot of talent and a natural natural light and obviously always <laughs> been a hard worker. That's Bella. Uh, <laughs> but when you said that you you, you identified. You, the room for improvement and and how you wanted to be better at, at what you do. What were some of the the little things that you identified that you can that you can that you can work on to get more success?
1: Um, with my riding, yeah, with your race riding, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted. I watch a lot of the, I watch a lot of racing. I'm obviously a racing fan, and you know, watching obviously seeing a girl, Jamie Carson, I'm one that stands out. A mm-hmm. um, few other girls over there that do quite well, Kayla Krauser. There's, there's a handful. Um, And I just thought, I just wanted to really practice being more patient and balancing them up and sort of getting better at hands and heels and trying to really, you know, go through their gears instead of just, it's very easy as a jockey to just straighten up, pick them up, start going for the whip. It's very, you know, neck race same thing, Next race same thing. So I sort of wanted to practice trying to sort of, Get that a bit better, and using my whip in the left hand was a very big thing. because I, I went through my whole apprenticeship; I never used my whip in the left hand. Yeah, yeah. My whole apprenticeship, you know. So it just a few things like that, changing a few things like that, practicing. I think it's made a huge difference. Um, you know, I've actually got quite a few rods, um, a few trainers that bringing me and said, "Oh, I've seen you using your whip in the left hand. Can you ride this that hangs in?" So you don't realize how much little things like that can make a difference. You know
0: so what yeah and as well obviously the results suggest that your those those little things have gone a long way for you um w- in regards to that w- what else what else can you see yourself because it is it is uh it is a big big transition from dominating in the country to bringing that to town which you have started to do especially at the start of this season coming off a double at belmont yesterday but what are the other what are the little things you think will make the difference when you try to transition into a permanent spot on the metropolitan jockeys roster
1: Um, I think a huge thing is actually just having confidence in your riding. Mm. Um, Confidence when you're riding is just crazy how much of a difference it makes. And the biggest person that's helped me with that, um, I've talked about it a few times, is Simon Miller. Um, Like I had a sort of full-time job for him before I went to Albany. And um, I speak to him a lot and he's been the biggest mentor to me over the last sort of year and a half. And I said, oh, kind of when I go to Albany and see if I you know, can ride for Wolfie and kick home a few winners and see if that will help me get if I get going there, I might be able to get going in town and whatever. And, and he said to me, he said, mate, you ride as good as anyone that rides in town. You just need to believe in yourself. And he's like, you go to Albany and you know, do what you need to do for yourself. And he said, if it doesn't work and you're not happy, you can always come back. You've got a job here. He said, but at the end of the day, I know you're good enough. You know you're good enough. So just go and work hard and Get your opportunity. So he's, he's been just brilliant the whole way through with me, really.
2: I think they're very wise words mm, from Simon as well. Absolutely. I think he's, uh, I think he's bang on. But uh, some of those country affiliations you've built, um, I guess they'll lead to uh, to more opportunities in the city as well. Obviously, you're writing a book of winners for Brock Luthway in Kalgoorlie at the moment. Obviously, all your work with Steve Wolf uh, over the journey nearly snared a um, what was the feature? Bj
0: Belmont Sprint. Nearly red snared
2: can, a man. Belmont Sprint with Red Can Man. It was uh, it was the pest that kicked up that day. Massimo
0: was it? Yeah, I think. It so, was yeah. <laughs>
2: that kicked up that day. Uh, even even if we go up to Carnarvon, you're writing a book after book for, for Zach Tyler. Um up there, they they start about a dollar sixty anytime you hop on <laughs> in uh in, in Carnarvon. <laughs> but um all the uh Gary Gary Bowen and um Gary Bowen, yeah, yeah that day yeah. Hardy, yeah, rode uh, four. Was it four winners? I think so, yeah. yeah four yeah. winners. Yeah. I think Gary rode. Uh, yeah, I think Gary five. Sorry. Was it five? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, sorry. I
2: think Gary was four. I had five. Yeah, Gary. Only oh. four for Gary. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Just four for Gaz. But uh, yeah, i actually, I actually not sure uh, oh, It sorry, must Gary. be. Lo- it must be lovely having all those uh, sort of affiliations in the country. And and uh, I don't know. Some of the time we go, well, you're, you're riding for the the good stables or the best horses or this or that. But sometimes I don't know whether the stables have the best rider, and that's what's making them look that little bit better. But it must be nice having those uh, associations.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and even those sort of things, um, you know, especially like, the, you know, writing for Wolfie, I sort of chased that down. Well, he, to be fair, he asked me to come to Albany for a wage, which was a very good wage. And I said to him, I was more interested in writing winners than a wage. So we sort of met in the middle, <laughs> which is nice. Mm. Um, but things like Brock, I chased that down pretty hard. Like, I seen him at trials one day and said, oh, um, I'm back up here doing track work. Anytime you come to the track, let me know. I'll come ride some work for you. Um, and obviously, at that stage, he didn't have the seaborn and long weekend and Forms 11, but he had a couple that were sort of going pretty good at Cal. And I thought, oh, I want to try and edge my way, <laughs> way in with him for there. And um, that worked. Obviously, got ridden a heap of winners for him. So, yeah.
0: Well, you must be um, – definitely get a reward for hard work. I even heard Jason Pateman in his post – race interview yesterday saying that um, you reached out to him and said that you wanted to come down to lark Hill and write a bit of work and and even even those decisions are paying dividends with some of the relationships you're creating which are leading to those writing opportunities and and winners
1: yeah well um, when I was it, I think it was a very good timing as well because I was coming off a good Albany season and then I had those five winners at Kagoorli and then the next week I was moving up to perth um, and same thing I, Simon was like oh like, your job's here for you. Like, when you come back to Perth, and I was like, oh, felt really bad. I was like, oh, so I kind of want to try and ride a bit of freelance and see if I can get going, you know. Like, I felt really bad because he's been so good to me. And he said, oh, n- no, mate, you that's such a good idea. You go to your life because I said I want to try life hill and whatnot. He said, you do what you need to do. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. You go ride your work. And so, you know, to the two first people that I called – a, Ted Martinovich, um, and B was Jason. So and I think.
0: Both uh, both winners yesterday.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. By about 30, yeah, by exactly.
1: 30 lengths combined, combined as well. <laughs> oh my God, I know. So I think <laughs> you do have to chase some opportunities. Like nothing will just come to your feet. Sometimes you just need to have a bit of confidence and just go ring people or message people like, hey, I want to ride some work for you. You know, what? So that's kind of what happened. And I did that with a few people. and Life has been working really good for me. I've been getting heaps of rides from there and a lot of nice young horses coming through that I'm riding, so it's pretty exciting.
0: So so Tash, I'm just looking at your your career summary um at the moment and obviously you are a successful apprentice uh, apprentice um down with Steve Wolf. How, how what was your metro claim when you finished?
1: Um from memory, I think it was
0: still two, still two, yeah. right? So you, you know, you, yeah. you wrote it. You wrote a heap of winners, but you didn't necessarily have that breakthrough uh, apprenticeship in the in the town, which which uh, some apprentices do. And and, yeah. and you sort yeah. of and post your apprenticeship, as is often the case, um, especially in the male dominated riding ranks, the opportunities dry up. And I see, like you went through a season where you wrote fourteen winners. Thirteen winners, and then from there, you've it's just been a steep climb. You rode 40, 49 winners um, in uh, nineteen twenty. I, I think a couple of those seasons might have been impacted by injury, but you rode forty nine yeah. winners. Then you rode seventy winners in twenty twenty one, and then you leapt up to one hundred um, and three winners. The season just completed, and you're off to a fly already with seven winners at the start of um, since the first of August. So, I mean, it, it's all in the numbers. You're you can you can actually see. Um, the improvement, and of course, the you know, and uh, with the you know, as you spoke about the confidence and how important that is to, to, to riding winners. So it's been it's quite remarkable because a lot of apprentices do struggle immediately after their apprenticeship and they never reach those same heights again. But you seem to have just gone to a whole nother level with that maturity in the saddle.
1: No, thank you. Yeah, um, it's been really good. Obviously, um, the. When I come back to Perth after Albany, I wasn't expecting to get as many opportunities as I was getting. I just thought, like I said, I contacted quite a few trainers and said, I'm coming up here to ride, I'd like to ride some work. And I thought, you know, if I can pick up a ride, a few extra rides here and there, that'd be good. But um, never really expected to be getting as many opportunities uh, as I am now, but I'm just wrapped. I'm so grateful for it.
0: Now, Tash, can we quickly take you back? How, how did you end up as an apprentice jockey with Steve Wolf in Albany? What's the story there?
1: Um, well, I was from Perth and then my mum thought it'd be a good idea to get a new boyfriend in Albany. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does your mum pick all your boyfriends?
1: <laughs> What's that? Does your mum pick Sorry? all
2: your boyfriends? No, her mum no,
1: got, ma-
3: got,
2: got a new oh. boyfriend. My mum got a new boyfriend. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've misread that one. I don't know. Like, hey, I thought, what have I missed here? Oh, yeah. uh, dear. I'm just going to say this conversation. Yeah,
1: Yeah, my mum got a new boyfriend in Albany decided to move there um, and I think I must have been about 14 or 15 so I obviously moved with her and always loved horses, struggled with school um, and just yeah, left school I think year nine, it was pretty early, I got a lot of bullying and I just didn't do well in school in the social sort of part of it I guess um, and then yeah, just sort of mum said here go work at a, a stable and if you want to not go to school you have to earn your money and just sort of started, started, well I first started in Perth before mum went to Albany then went with mum and then yeah just started working for Wolfie and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, I'd never in my wildest dreams thought I'd ever be able to be a jockey because it just seemed like such a crazy thing like you just think you'd never be good enough to do that you know um, when you're that young and looking in. Um. Yes yeah, so I just started off just um, working for him and writing, started writing track workers about probably like 35 kilos I was absolutely <laughs> kind
3: <laughs>
1: I was so small and everything used to just bolt with me down the beach it was horrible <laughs> I thought I was the worst rider I was like oh my god this is so bad <laughs> and um yeah just slowly got better and got a bit more confident and I sort of worked out that I wanted to do my apprenticeship. I think that took me about six months to build up the courage to even ask Wolfie if he would take me as an apprentice because I was so scared of him.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of went from there, I guess.
0: It's a it's a common refrain actually. A lot, a lot of people are scared <laughs> scared of old Steve, but In- imposing. Chaos. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just wanted to to, uh, to to talk about that. So uh, as you mentioned, like he he can be a bit uh, abrupt. He can be uh, a little bit angry at times. He's opinionated and forthright. However, what is it about you that turns Steve into a blubbering mess every time you write a winner for him?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I wish that he was like this um, when I started my apprenticeship because so <laughs> <laughs> I was too scared to even talk to him for probably the first half of my apprenticeship. Um yeah, I think it was just, I've been working, like I said, I've worked for him before I started my apprenticeship. I was quite young and probably enjoyed watching me, you know, go from a little girl to, you know, just improve my riding. And who knows how hard I work. And yeah, we have a very good relationship.
0: Yeah, I think he's very proud of you. I think that that shows in uh, in how uh, how he reacts um, and how after he the uh, the Mandra Cup win, yeah, the great one, so
2: that, <laughs> that was one of the
0: ones. Yeah, there's been, a, there's been a couple. There's yeah. been a couple. I think even uh, when Tash won on beads, he, he he choked up a little bit. But um, so. Maybe it was a good thing, Red Can Man got beaten in the Belmont Spirit. I was just about <laughs> no, to say been,
2: that. He would have been laying <laughs> on the ground, <laughs> just banging <laughs> his
0: fist into the ground. And, and his I was quick just about Kleenex so sales would have gone up. <laughs> up. <laughs> um, so, Tash, uh, it's been tremendous watching you as as racing fans and interested in and lovers of west australian racing and and uh interest um watching you grow and and develop and improve and and just become um i guess one of the staples here in west australian racing Mm -hmm. you know yeah and um superstar yeah superstar so What's what's next for Tash? Um, is the city the be all and the end all? Is there one race that you'd really? I, I know that you got to ride in the Perth Cup last year, which must have been or this year, which must have been a big thrill. Uh, is there any race you want to have a ride in or win in, or any accomplishment that you really have up on your uh, on your board for the for this for the season twenty uh, two twenty three? Um, it
1: probably doesn't sound very um, high high inspiring. But just any sort of like an Albany Cup or Albany Mm -hmm. feature because it's just my hometown and, you know, riding for mum, done my apprenticeship there. um, It's a little bit sentimental. So it'd be nice if I could ride Albany Cup winner or something like that would be pretty special, I would think.
2: Even some of the rounds, like in, in Kalgoorlie, obviously you know that track better than anyone at, at the moment. I, you'd be, I would think you'd be highly sought after for a good Hannon's ride, a good, a good mm, Cup ride. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure if Brocks will progress that far. I mean, then I see that long weekend sort of goes from C1 up to a probably favourite for a Gold Rush. Seable's probably doing C1 favourite for a probably Tats Cup mm. uh, on, on Sunday. So I don't know whether they can keep progressing. But, um, yeah, there's got to be some great opportunities as well in, in regards to... Uh, some of those big races in, in the provincial areas.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. And I was only just talking to one of the girls the other day and I was saying how just things can change because last season and the season before that and before that, I couldn't even get a ride in any of these races, mm. you know? like and now, now <laughs> let you, alone get, you get the pick of five. The
3: favourites
1: or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let alone riding the favourites or, um, you know, winning them. So it can show you if you just keep working hard and, you know, there are opportunities there. You just got to be patient sometimes, I think.
0: Maybe hey. maybe a lightweight railway ride or something. No, up. hey. I reckon. Mm, I reckon.
1: I 100%. mean, let's just get through the casualty round.
2: <laughs> <laughs> definitely a Kingston town. <laughs> yeah, I'm too yeah. many, you'll get the end of the 50. Yeah. Hey, Tash, uh, just on a uh, the horse I want to ask you about your riding this Saturday. This a little bit of a, a selfish one. For okay. me, a horse yeah. by the name of Heart of Kerr. Heart oh, of Kerr. Yeah. Um very funny old horse. Misses the kick. It sustained some runs. Tell me a little bit about that horse, because not many, uh, not many horses can do what he's done a couple of times. Circle the field, sustain it. Uh, tell me a little bit about him.
1: Yeah, he's actually a really, really fast horse. Like he can, when he lets down, he's as good as any Saturday horse. Um, I just really hope he can win a race for Steve. He's the loveliest per- winner Saturday race, should I say, for mm-hmm. Steve. He's just the loveliest person and he's just stuck by me through every single, like every time I ride him, he's just that happy. The ride, not a few starts back where he took off with me like wide around the field, I just come in, I said, I'm so sorry. He just got strong and he said, no, you're, just, you're doing a good job. So he's just such a nice person and it is a very good horse. He just, I think a few times, uh, like if the speed's on too hot for him, he gets off the bridle, he won't finish off. Um, and then if they go too slow, you can see he grabbed the bride and wanted to get trucking with me um, a few starts back, but he still ran a huge race. Mm. So I think he just needs to find that bit of happy medium, but he is a very good horse. He just needs to have a bit more luck. Every single time I ride him, he draws the river. He's never drawn a barrier in his life, I don't think.
0: Um, got, got which 10, doesn't help. 10 or 14 on Saturday. I was getting, well, yeah. I, I
2: reckon there's no speed. I thought there might be uh, – you might even be able to do the old circle <laughs> on, uh, on Saturday with the lack of speed in it. But uh, i tell you what, um, yeah, you, you two certainly agree with each other because the way he's finished off a couple – even mm. though he sustained a run last campaign as well behind um, – well, we actually won the race uh, over Spill as well. It was mm. uh, Herculean, Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think he's actually a very good horse, um, but he just needs a –
1: few things to go right for him in running and he's got that amazing turn of foot. He's, he's actually very fast so hopefully he can get a bit of luck on Saturday, days drawn average again but yeah he's a really nice horse and the trainer's just a really nice person so it's a good combination
0: Hey Tash I know you got a ride in the first at uh, Pinjarra today so we better let you go but appreciate giving up your time and getting to know you a little bit better and uh, as, as I said Terry and I are both big, big fans of your riding and uh, onwards and upwards for the new season
1: No, thanks a lot. I really appreciate um, you guys taking the time to have a chat with me.
0: Thanks, Tash. Thanks, Tash.
1: All right, see
3: ya.